0: Good morning. My name is Dennis. I am a chaplain. I'm an ordained minister in the Nazarene Church. I'm a chaplain uh, for a hospice company, so I don't get the opportunity to, to preach before you too often. I do get to preach funerals often, so we'll try not to make this a funeral. I'll try. No promises. No promises. And then you might not recognize me. I am wearing pants and I am wearing shoes. I don't know what's going on, what came over me, but I just thought maybe, maybe I should. All right, let me go to hit the, all these right buttons of my text here. There we go. Advent, kids. I'm glad you're in here this morning because you guys can help us. Over the last, I don't know, I'd say how long have we lived here, Mark? Seven, eight years now. Uh, we've been teaching the children in children's church the seasons of the church. And so every year they get to hear me drone on about the, the colors and the meaning and, and all this. And, and I am just tickled because there are times when we ask these questions and the children know what's going on. So children, are you paying attention today? I see a handful. Do you see anything different in the sanctuary today than what we normally don't see? Yes, Grace. There's, tr- what would you say? There's candles. I thought you were going to say trees there for a second, but candles. Yes, Judah. There are Christmas trees. Anybody? Oh, I see some other hands back there. Yeah, go ahead. There's wreaths. There's deck. Oh, go ahead, Noah. It is me instead of Jake. That is a big difference right there. Yes. There is purple on the cross. There is purple up here on the table. Kids, what does the purple mean? The season of Advent. Yes, that kind of gives us a visual clue of what's going on. I love it. Yeah, uh, see, who else to back? Asa. Royalty. Yes, it means royalty. That's exciting. But, but Jesus isn't here yet, though. Hmm. It's it's the right answer, huh? That's in, that's interesting, isn't it? That we we see a change. The church. Tr- oh yes, Lizzie. Yeah, normally I wear shorts, don't I? And I never wear shoes. I hate wearing shoes. You are right. Shoes are so uncomfortable. I ah. I know, so if you feel like taking off your shoes, take off your shoes. No, no, we don't throw them. Oh, Advent. The church year is beautiful. It starts out with this Advent. It starts out with this waiting, anticipation. We move into a Christmas season. We move into this high season of celebration, and we're there for several weeks And then all of a sudden we kind of go into ordinary time for a few weeks and we kind of dip down a little bit. And then we kind of move into a Lenten season and we kind of get really kind of low, (laughs) right? And then we move into this Easter season, which we get back high again. And then after Easter season, we stay in Easter for a while and then we move kind of into a Pentecost with this celebration. Oh. Then we kind of get into ordinary time. And in our church here this past year, oh boy, we've had these ups and downs of our church. We've, we've celebrated through Advent and Christmas and we got to Easter and we were really celebrating. Things were going great. Properties were moving. People were moving in and, and some that needed to move out were moving out. And kind of got into this lull of, of ordinary time, which ordinary time is a season of growth green. We're growing through the season and we're just kind of plugging along and this past year we, we went through the gospel of Luke and whoo, six months of the gospel of Luke is a long time. And then as ordinary time kind of goes on we we kind of hit some rough spots. We had Kevin move on Kevin and Dana moved on to California. Kind of got through that a little bit. We still navigating what that looks like. And Pastor Jake had some health things, and we kind of were navigating through that. Pastor Megan kind of dropped a shell on us. But we're happy for her as well. She, she's in California today, but she's up in Idaho. Pastor Drew is moving on. Kind of get to this spot of ordinary time where all of a sudden, where did it go? Where, how come we're not in this high anymore? But that's the ebb and flow of the Church. It's just like in our lives, we have ups and we have downs and we go back up again and we have these flows and it's just natural. And, and so here we find ourselves at the beginning of Advent, kind of coming through a rough spot, some heartbreak, wondering where do we go, wondering, God, where are you in the midst of all of this? The, the Hebrews said the same thing. They were in Israel and or in Egypt for the longest time, and they said, God, where are you? They delivered and they went through the desert. They were excited, and they got to the, to, the, to the sea, and they again went, God, where are you? Send here, us here to die. And He delivered them, and they sent them out in the desert. And they were happy for a while because they survived the Egyptians. And then they wandered in circles for a long time. And then once again, they were yelling out, God, where are you? Oh, we see this circle throughout the church over and over and over again. And if you turn with me in your Bibles or your electronic devices to the book of Jeremiah. Now, I don't usually preach out of the book of Jeremiah. But oh, it's fitting today. Jeremiah chapter 33, beginning in verse 14. Jeremiah 33, beginning in verse 14. I'm reading from the English Standard. It says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord. May God bless the reading of his word today. Thanks be to God. Oh, man, we got to put some history to this. I love history. That was my undergrad. The Israelites uh, were in exile to the Babylonians. And the Babylonian empire under Nebuchadnezzar were, were having this plan of laying a siege on Jerusalem. Now, they've already replaced David as king, and, and, and so here, here's this Babylonian army, which is a, a large, large army at the time. They're having plans. Now, Pharaoh of Egypt got word, and so Pharaoh sent an army north to intersect the Babylonians before they could. Um. get to Jerusalem and, and all this time the Israelites were in the midst of this and they they saw this Pharaoh's army coming and they knew that they were saved, that Jerusalem had been saved and they were celebrating <laughs> well at least they had a euphoric sense of celebration of being saved it was just a few months later that Jerusalem itself did fall to the Babylonians. And so here was Jeremiah writing, prophesying to, to the Israelites saying, yeah, how do I say this? He, he was looking beyond even Jerusalem falling. He was looking beyond the ashes, looking beyond the fall, you know, this hope that they had, this euphoric hope. He was looking beyond that. He was like, no, this, this hope that you see that's right in front of you, that's not it. It's, it's out there. That's what Jeremiah is talking about here. And he's telling us that surely these days are coming. It was so much so that Jeremiah bought a plot of land right there in, in the Jerusalem area. Now, I know that doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but it's huge. See, Jeremiah knew better. Jeremiah saw a, a new arising, if you will. He, he wanted it to look different. He wanted a place where the people could worship. He wanted a place where they could do business, where they could raise their children. So he bought a field. Because he knew when that day would come, they would have a place that they can call theirs. Oh, that's big because they were going to be exiled here and there. And they, you know the story there. So Jeremiah writes to us, the days are surely coming. He's affirming to us that this ongoing work of God is happening. Whether we see it that's right there in front of us or not, God is still at work. How many times do we read through Scripture that the Israelites couldn't see God's hand at work? Countless number of times. How many times in our own lives do we find ourselves in the present and we look, Gosh, where is God? How come he's not working right now? How come we've gone through this? How come this? How come that? Now, sometimes it is because of our own sin and our own consequences that we find ourselves in those places. That doesn't mean that God's not at work. God's in that redeeming work. Oh, man, how many years ago was it now that we were over at Libby Lane and we found a rundown property over here on Chipman. It wasn't that long ago? We got here, we got to work and we were excited. We worshiped on concrete floors for some time. Still concrete under here. Kind of got into a euphoric sense, didn't we? A euphoric hope. Ah, everything's going great. Businesses are happening. People are coming to drink coffee. People are coming to, to worship. Every now and then we get someone to get food out of the food pantry. Oh. And then things Change. I think God's vision for us here at Chipman Commons is still there. He wants this place to be a place of, of business, a place of worship, a place where we could raise our children. All oh, sound familiar? It might look different than what we've seen before. Oh, surely days are coming, church. What's next? What's beyond what's right here in our presence? See, God isn't no only the God of right now, He's the God of the future. I promised my kids that I would use a Barney Stinson quote. It's the title of the sermon. I think what God's wanting to do. He wants to give us a word, and I think it's going to be legend to wait for it. Oh, we're not there yet. No, sorry. But we don't like to wait. Kids, what do we wait for? Anything? That's Christmas season, or almost, it's Advent season, but. Do we wait to open presents? Do we have to wait? You know mom and dad's been shopping. Oh, got to wait through school. Is that what I heard? Oh, wait to leave school. We have to wait. We have to wait in lines. How many of you have gone shopping with mom and dad? Ooh, those lines are crazy right now. Ah, waiting. It's terrible. What else do we wait for? Yeah. We wait for birthdays. It is coming up. Oh, waiting, it's no fun. This is a terrible time of season to wait. You know, it used to be Black Friday on, right? It's Halloween on. Some places, if you hit the right craft stores, it's July on. I think I went to Hobby Lobby one time this summer, and I think they had the Christmas trees up in July. I I, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, Yes, it does. Oh, waiting. We wait in line at the DMV. We wait in line to get uh, license plates. Wait in line to get our driver's license. There's a few new drivers in the building. Stay off the sidewalks. We wait in line at the post office to mail those packages that we just stood waiting in line to purchase. We wait for appointments. How many times have you called your dentist up and said, hey, I need to get an appointment? They said, oh, the next available appointment is in six months. What? What? You wait for a diagnosis. You wait for a resolution. You wait for a solution. You wait for an opportunity. You wait for the light at the end of the tunnel. You wait for a birth. You wait for the death. Wait for it. It's the cry of Advent. Wait for the Lord whose day is near. Ah. Oh. Our calendars have kicked into high gear. We've got work parties. We've got tests. We've got, oh, I don't know, we've got thanksmas. We've got, I don't know, we've got all kinds of activity that has just filled our calendar. I tried to get together with Mark, and we're going through our calendar, and I think the next appointment we have is June, I think. All of our activities with charitable activities and Care for those who are less fortunate. Life and its burdens can be overwhelming. We may feel unfulfilled, incomplete. Our hearts might ache and yearn, as we read in the Psalms. That just supplies us with the gift of a simple prayer. For you, Lord, I wait all the day long. So, if you find yourself waiting, I always find myself waiting at traffic lights. That's always when I'm driving. That I stop at every red light. I just they all turn red when I come close. It's okay. I've learned to be okay with it. My wife is not, on the other hand. But so when you find yourself stuck in traffic or in line at the store, Lord, I wait all the day long. What a peaceful, peaceful uh, prayer for us. Hmm. So the Israelites, they find themselves waiting. They they look to Jeremiah and they're saying, Jeremiah, our city was saved. Can't you see it? Can't you see that God was at work? Jeremiah goes, He was at work. But wait for it, there's something better. Church, we've entered a new season. And it's going to look different. You're not going to have some of the familiar faces that have been up front for however long. The last several years anyway. It's going to look different. It's going to be different. But wait for it. God has got something planned for us. God has got... A redemption story. He's already been telling us this redemption story. Oh, but wait for it. There's more. Well, I can see how Lee's summit will be changed because of God's presence here. You see, these, I've already told you that the the days are surely coming that is really affirming. The ongoing validity of God's work. This promise that Jeremiah is saying, when we hear promises, let me back up here. When I hear promises, we hear a lot of things, right? Kids hear parents promise things. Sometimes they come true. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes the kids hear a promise that really wasn't there. (laughs) God gives us promises, right? Now, if you guys were awake and there was sun shining the other night, there was thunder, snow. And with rain and stuff like that, what comes? What's the promise that comes? Snow days. That's a promise, right? (laughs) After a big thunderstorm, God gave us a promise that he would never do what? Flood the earth. And how does he give us that promise? How does he show that? A rainbow. God gave Abram a, pro- a promise. Anybody know what God's promise to Abram was? We see it every night when we look up in the, in the sky. And if you live out in the country, you see all kinds of stars. If you live in the city, you might see a couple. I remember when we first moved in Nebraska. Yes, we lived in town, but that didn't mean anything. You could look up and wow, the vastness of the sky. You move out from the city just a, not too far, and you can see on a clear night, stars filling the sky. That was God's promise to Abram. Oh, I will make you many as the stars. Woo. What other promises do we see? That <laughs> there's aliens? Well, I think that NASA's kind of helping us out there. We see all kinds of promises, don't we? The promise here is the word of God. The faithfulness of God that calls the people to live in trust of that faithfulness. Even in the ending of exile. Oh, God's basically saying right here, I promise that I am that promise. God is telling the Israelites through Jeremiah, listen, I'm at work. I am that promise. I'm going to be fulfilled. Oh, and it's going to be beautiful. New beginnings, surely. Days are coming, and it's going to be beautiful. Oh, the days are coming. That is the faithfulness of God. That is the word of God. That is the promise of God that he will uphold his promise. He's at work. And so we have to wait. Ah, we hate waiting. We, we want it now. We live in that society wanting it now. Sometimes God works that way. But let's keep our eyes open. Let's follow where God is leading, no matter what it may look like. I think we've kind of reached that euphoric sense right now. It's the beauty of Advent. The Already, but not yet. So, surely the days are coming, and as long as we wait for it, it will be legendary. Well, all right. Is that where I want to go? Love all these buttons on your phone. There we go. There we go. Know that here at new beginnings, I'm going to close with this God will work His own restoration of all. Whether it's something in our personal lives, whether it's reconciliation, whether it's relationships, whether it's confession, because we are called to live in the presence, but with the expectation that there's something else to come. And so the call is not only to that expectation, but to the faith in God. See, you can't have talk about all this hope of Advent unless we realize either where we are or where we've come from. Days are surely coming. Let's wait for it.